there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. All right, guys, I have a paralegal on the show this week that you're going to love. You're going to love as much as I do, especially when you hear her story and the challenges that she's had in becoming a paralegal. So she's been working in the legal industry since she graduated from Salisbury University in 2017 and then got her ABA paralegal certificate in 2019. She's currently a legal specialist at one of the largest medical technology companies in the world. And that's despite facing doubts and challenges from recruiters, from teachers, and other people telling her that certain things weren't going to be possible for her. So she's had to prove them wrong, and she likes proving people wrong. She faces challenges every day due to her learning disability, which was diagnosed in school and is not something that she can outgrow. But she tells her story and she tells it because she wants to inspire others to believe that anything is possible. So I found Samantha on LinkedIn and I knew there might be a story when I saw a LinkedIn post that she'd put out there and it said something along the lines of how early in her career when she was looking for a paralegal position, a recruiter told her that she had no chance of being hired due to her lack of experience. You guys can all probably relate. We've all heard that, right? Well, fast forward, and she's now a paralegal at one of the largest medical device companies in the world. If she'd listened to that recruiter, she wouldn't be in her current position. So whatever challenges you might be facing in your paralegal career right now, whether it's a disability or a lack of experience, you're trying to get your foot in the door, I hope after listening to Samantha Brillantino today, you're going to also think that anything is possible. So Samantha, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, I'd like to start there with the LinkedIn post. What was the history behind that LinkedIn post about that recruiter telling you you weren't going to get a job? Sure. So when COVID hit, I got laid off from my job. I was a paralegal in New York City, got laid off. So at the time, I was stressed out, as I can imagine everyone else was, trying to find a job. I was reaching out to people, applying every day online just to find a paralegal position. I reached out to a recruiter that had a paralegal position open and we talked on the phone and I told her my experiences and how eager I was to be back on the market as a paralegal. And pretty much she said that I had no chance of getting a paralegal position because of my lack of experience. And hearing that really devastated me. I thought I had no chance and I needed five plus years under my belt to really be a paralegal. And I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, should I just not even apply for paralegal positions? Like, I, or should I just be an admin for the rest of my life? I have no idea. But I kept pursuing. I kept applying. I kept looking. And because of that, I would say if I didn't try so hard to find the paralegal position, I wouldn't be where I am today as a legal specialist at a medical device company today. Well, I'm glad you didn't listen to that. 
Um, just a side note for you and for anyone else maybe who doesn't have that golden five to 10 years of experience that recruiters are looking for, I would encourage you not to listen to them either because the recruiters make their money based on a percentage of your first year salary that you're hired for. And so even if you do have three or four years of solid experience, your salary is not going to be anywhere near somebody who's got 15 or 20 years of experience. So that recruiter is going to spend a lot more time getting that senior paralegals position and not so much yours. So just a side note there, everybody. (laughs) So Samantha, I'm glad you didn't listen to that. And so what do you think it is that made it to where you just either wanted to prove her wrong or you thought you weren't going to listen to her because you had some challenges besides just a lack of experience, right? Right, I did. So some of you may or may not know, I actually grew up with having a learned disability since I was in grade school. So I faced challenges throughout my life. I was in speech therapy. I was placed in small classes and I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot, I would say, since then. And to this day, I still have a learned disability. A learned disability never goes away. It's just you would just have to prove your skills and your mindset uh, to be better in the future. But I didn't want to listen to her. I believe in myself and I've always had with myself just getting growing up with having a learned disability. And again, because of believing in myself, that's how I am where I am today. Again, I would never think in a million years working at one of the biggest medical device companies in the world as a paralegal. I as I say it every single day how blessed and lucky I am for working at a supporting company and having an amazing manager and associates I work with every day. So again, I just think because I do push myself and I do work really hard and I, I think keep looking forward. I could listen to professionals and I could listen to other people, but it doesn't mean that they know the answers. When I was a senior in college, I had a meeting with psychologists and teachers And pretty much we had a meeting and they said to myself and my mom that I had a very little chance of graduating college or even getting into college. And from then on, I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to do well in life. And I graduated Salisbury University. And then from there, I went back to school to get my paralegal certificate. And it shows you right there that even professionals could tell you, oh, because of this test score, this is where you should be, or this is what's going to happen to you. Well, no, not necessarily. And then the day you know yourself best. I don't care what anyone says, doing test scores and testing. And this comes down to your capabilities and your motivation and believing in yourself. So going back to the recruiter, even though I had no experience Well, guess what? I still had no experience and I now work at a medical device company, one of the largest companies in the world, actually. Even my manager, she told me one of the reasons why she hired me is because she saw how devoted and motivational I am. And she saw that in our interviews that she saw, wow, like even though she may not have this much experience, she is so willing to learn. And she told me that. She told me that because she saw how motivated I am, she was willing to hire me. Again, even on when I applied for the job, it said five plus years of being a paralegal. I didn't have that, but I, you know, I still applied. I interviewed with two attorneys actually and a recruiter and someone at the company. So it just shows you that even all the people I went through, they still saw something in me. And I think that's so important for people to believe in themselves. 
I do too. And I love that answer, Samantha, because I talk about mindset on the podcast here all the time. And it really does, especially when you're a new paralegal, your mindset is probably more important than your skills and just just knowing that you can do it. Well, so how do you bring that up during the hiring process or do you bring it up that you have a disability? At first, I'll be honest, I, I did not bring up my learned disability because I was scared. I didn't want to be judged. But again, that was me early on. And now I am honest. I am honest with my managers and the company and as they should, because if the company or a manager doesn't accept your disability, then they're not the ones for you. They should accept for who you are physically, mentally, if you have any one or more disability, because companies and people should accept those who have disabilities and need accommodations. If they look down on you or they think you're not good enough, then that's not the company for you. It's it's not. You need what's best for you and you need the support anywhere you go, anywhere where you work. You need support from your company and your managers and who you work with. Well, okay, so that's that's great. Now that brings me to another question I just thought of. So if I'm a fellow paralegal colleague of yours, and let's assume I'm aware that you do have some type of disability, what are some things that I could say or do to support you or someone else with a disability, things that would promote inclusion? I would really appreciate if they would ask, hey, what do you need from me? What can I help you out with? Because I would love to help you with anything and just being there for for me that that's there's any way possible and and just asking you can even ask me what is a learned disability not everyone knows what a learned disability and just understanding my story that that would mean the world to me and I will be open telling you or and just learning more about having a disability even doing your own research okay that's great because now what I want to know because maybe a lot of people don't know what exactly is a learning disability so a learning disability is very broad. My specific learning disability is called commutative impairment. So pretty much when you have a learning disability, usually that person has a lower IQ one subject. Mine is math. So, and also too, I have issues processing information and my speech was delayed. My learning impairment was delayed compared to my age. That's why I was in speech therapy when I was in grade school. And I was also in a smaller classroom with kids that had also had learning disabilities so the teacher could give you one-on-one uh, help. And also I had accommodations throughout school because I have a learned disability. You know, I as I got older, I learned what works best for me. I still have a lot learning to do. I am trying to teach myself as I am a paralegal. I am learning ways to help me in the legal industry at my job. So I suggest to anyone who does have a learned disability just to figure out what works best for you and what skills you need to work on and what can help you out. And I'm, I'm st- again, I'm still learning every single day what help to improve in my career. And also my manager, who is super supportive and knows about my disability, she always trying to find ways what helps me out. She always asks me questions. I am honest with her too. If I think she's talking too fast, I ask her to slow down to please repeat herself. I take as many notes as I can to know what my project or assignment is. I think that's super important. And also too, what helps me out is making a physical list of my main priority projects and my least main priority projects. And also I always ask the attorney or attorneys what the deadline is. I think that is so important. I used to assume, oh, this de- this deadline is next week. Well, no, it may not be. The attorney may came, come up to you and be like, hey, 
Where, where's the project? I need it by tomorrow. You know, it's always good to ask questions and just keep on learning as a paralegal or any any position in the legal industry. Thank you for that. I think your story is going to be inspiring for anybody who might also have challenges getting hired, you know, whether it's from a lack of experience or a disability. And you have landed yourself in such a great position. Do you have any tips that you could give others who might be facing either the hiring challenges, regardless of what the challenge is for? Like, what do you think helped you land that position? I guess LinkedIn was one of them. Yeah, so I definitely use LinkedIn. Well, for me, honestly, was networking, joining any associations that's paralegal or legal related that helps a lot to help with the networking aspect. Reaching out to your connections through LinkedIn, it's super important. You never know who you meet. My current job where I am now, I am part of the New Jersey Paralegal Association and someone from the association reached out to me saying, hey, my company's looking for a legal specialist thinking of you. I think you'd be great for the position. And that's how I knew about the position due to my connections, which I think is very important for any job you're looking for is just who you know, keep looking every single day. You never know what job positions on LinkedIn, online, and asking people if they know a position that's available. Also too, what I think is great is fixing up your resume, letting a lot of people look at your resume, joining seminars online with a career or resume fixing. I think it's very important just to be updated in the career industry, especially in the legal industry and the different laws and anything, honestly, that could help you out. So that's what I think, always updating my resume, joining networking events, being in paralegal associations. Also, I would say, I think being on podcasts and telling my story also helped out because people could listen in and just know my story and how motivated I am just to help others and also have helped myself throughout my career. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, those so those are great tips. And for those who are still hesitant about joining LinkedIn, you've got to be on LinkedIn if you're looking for a job nowadays. I bet I've got a lot of people right now saying, okay, so she works for a medical device manufacturer. So your official title is legal specialist, and that's regulatory law and litigation. What does a paralegal do in regulatory law? So what I do is I support my one attorney. Well, I support different attorneys in the regulatory industry, but I mostly work with my one attorney who is, she's my manager for the global trade aspect. So regulatory law is a federal and state regulations that influence pretty much uh, everything, the supply chain, the manufacturing aspects. I work with a bunch of regulatory law attorneys, but I work with specifically my one manager that we deal with the global trade aspect of regulatory law. And again, it's very specific as to what global trade is. And global trade is when we send out medical device companies to different parts of the world. And for a paralegal, what I do is I have to do research every single day of the new regulations and laws that could affect our medical device company to send to those countries, especially with the wars happening right now. And again, the laws. So we have to let the company know and be aware of, hey, we can't send this product to this country because of this law. And we have, you know, it's an important position and to let the company know so we don't get fined or get in trouble per se if a product is getting sent to a certain country or even to a certain hospital 
or any kind of place. So my manager, I would do research. I'm always following up with her on that. Also helping with looking into agreements and policies at our company and outside our company, one deals to our medical device companies. And the list could go on of the duties I do and helping my my attorney out on a daily basis. Okay. So just kind of to simplify it a little bit, it would be like if your company was going to sell or ship some type of medical device over to Ukraine, you might be the one who goes and looks up and tries to figure out, do are there sanctions or regulations that are going to restrict us from this? Are we even allowed to sell this device? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds interesting. It is. <laughs> I always <laughs> something new every day, which is great. But yeah, it's, it's, it's changing every single day, honestly. And also we work with attorneys for different countries. So we also, we help each other out uh, again, because we can, we have different manufacturing in different countries. So also there, that plays a role. If it's again, it could be in Germany and that is into Iraq or Iran, they have to know what the laws are too. So we help each other out with it wherever it's located. That's a good skill to have. Thank you. <laughs> to know that, yeah. All right. So I have just one final question, which is actually kind of selfishly to help out someone I know personally. So this paralegal reached out to me after taking one of our paralegal boot camp courses a while back. And She told me that she took the course because she had a learning disability that had been diagnosed when she was younger, and she just pushed through school like you did, maybe had that same tenacity and will like you did, but just didn't know and thought that it was just fixed, or I can't remember how how exactly she thought. But So she finished with school and got her paralegal certificate too, but so she had called me because she said she'd been fired from her last three jobs all within a year or two. And those firms didn't know she had this disability. They just thought she couldn't catch on quick enough and that she wasn't cut out for it. So she takes the litigation boot camp as a way to get more education to see if she could learn it in a different way. So Samantha, for her and potentially who knows how many other paralegals out there who maybe have a disability, but they don't work in a place as accommodating as your company. Let's say they work in a very small firm with just a couple of attorneys, and they're afraid to say anything about their disability. And maybe they don't have the option to quit because they got to pay their bills. At least now they can't quit. What kind of things could you suggest that they do on a daily basis that could help get them through? I would suggest go to your manager, sit down and ask, what can I do better? Ask as many questions as you can of what can make you better as a paralegal and what can help your manager and be a team. You have to be a team because you guys are working together. You want to help each other out. So first off is communication, having strong communication with your manager and the people you work with. I think that's very important. And then from there, see what skills you're lacking because you know yourself best. And listen, we're not perfect. I get that. But is it because you're not taking notes well? Is it because you're having issues following with their attorney when they're they're asking you things? You you need to you need to figure out what your skills are, your strengths and weaknesses, and how you can improve your weaknesses. Because again, we're not perfect, and that's okay. But for you to move forward is to know what is best for you and what skills you need. 
because, you know, fortunately, with the person that you know personally that happened to, he or she needs to know, what can I do better next time? Or what can I do better at the next job I get hired at? Because you don't want to keep doing the same pattern because this person may be doing this, having the same pattern over and over. So strong communication skills, figure out your skills and assets and attend seminars. I mean, I know this person attended the boot camp, which is awesome, but see what other seminars, any any career, resume, networking, even the skill sets. I know there's a bunch of free YouTube or any courses online of communication skills, writing skills, learning skills. There's so many tools online nowadays. And this, again, just keep asking questions. It's okay. The attorneys like questions. I know it sounds shocking, but they do like when you ask <laughs> questions because they want they want to know what's going to work for you. Because again, you guys are a team You and th- that attorney relies on you on a lot. I know my attorney does when it comes to research and the information, because again, if we don't do our job, it's going to affect the company. And again, it's, it's a domino effect. So paralegals are so important and we have an important job. So again, communication, just learning every single day and learn your skills and just be patient with yourself, you know, disability or not. And then the day you need to be patient with yourself and take a deep breath and just realize what you're doing. Like for me, my downfall is I rush sometimes. So when I'm rushing, my emails don't look good. My writing isn't good. And I've been called out for that. And I'm trying to be better by taking classes and taking my time with things and always being, you, you know, you can't be in a rush. So that's my downfall. I need to be better with my writing skills. Even writing a simple answer, they care about that. So just be patient and just know your skills and you'll be fine. And just keep on learning every single day. Keep on learning about yourself in the legal industry, in the career industry. You just keep on learning and you'll be okay. I Yeah, I think that advice could go for anybody. Anybody, right. be, yeah, whether you, you've got a learning disability or not. You know, which reminds me, I almost forgot to bring this up. I, I think we had talked about this before when we talked before we were recording. Um, I heard on a podcast a few weeks ago, a month ago, I can't remember which podcast he was on, but his name is Jim Quick. And it's Quick, it's not with a Q-U, it's K-W-I-K. And he has a thing called learn how to learn. His theory is that Nobody actually teaches us how to learn. They just want us to learn whatever it is they're teaching us, but they don't teach our brains to learn how to learn. Anyways, thought I'd throw that out there for anybody too, if you want to look up Jim Quick and see if that's helpful. But all right. Well, Samantha, I want to thank you so much for telling your story and inspiring others. I can guarantee you that I will get reached out to by someone listening to this episode that you helped and that you inspired. So thank you. Thank you. And if anyone's more than welcome to reach out to me via LinkedIn, I am willing to also answer any questions or any advice you need. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) All right. Have a great day. You too. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.